Songwriters in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Chris Klamecki, and with me today, my very special guest, Mark Nettleton. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, Chris. You've been a longtime member of Songwriters in Seattle. It's great to sit down and talk with you here for a little bit and mm-hmm. get a chance to, to uh, hear more about what your uh, current projects are, a little bit about your past, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah, so uh, really good to have you here. Why don't, why don't you start by... Uh, we get to know you a little bit more. Let let people hear about your history and uh, and your uh, songwriting in Seattle days and uh, how, how that brought you to where you are today. Well, let's see. I've I've been I've been playing music since I was a kid. A, a wee lad. A wee lad. Piano <laughs> piano lessons. You know, practicing my scales, looking longingly out the window at my friends playing outside. <laughs> running around happy childhood yeah oh yeah pure torture the whole thing um but yeah my you know my parents encouraged me to play and to practice and so yeah that was my first instrument was piano and I went to school you know went did some college level um music training and theory and things like that and and then I decided that the rock and roll thing looked a little more fun, so I um, I kind of away from the school. From yeah, the school I, training. I I found this uh, the guitar I still have to this day. It's a, an old '69 Telecaster. I found that at a music store in Santa Fe, and at the time it seemed expensive at the time, but um, now I realize I got a pretty good deal on it. Um, <laughs> It's yeah. It's really the only guitar I've ever had. The only electric. Um, wow. Were you born and raised in California then, or uh, was that a move? Well, I I was born in born in Austin. Oh, okay. Um, moved to New Mexico when I was about twelve to uh, Taos, New Mexico. Grew up there and went to school in Santa Fe and Albuquerque, and then uh, went tried my hand living out in L.A. and. Okay, were you doing the music scene in L.A. for a bit? Yeah, I was. I was out there a couple, three times, yeah, <laughs> trying to make it go. Up. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd come bouncing back, you know. Um, and when I was in in New Mexico later on, I had a. I was in a band for, oh, ten years or so called the Bohemes. And we, we traveled all over the Southwest. We, we did South by South. West down in Austin at one point, which was really fun. Um, you know, I'm sure it's a lot different now. Uh, we we were out in L.A. for a while, trying to make a go of it as a band, and you know, we did okay for yeah. a while. But um, it was it's a tough scene, right? It was, you know, it was kind of brutal. We weren't as together as we had thought we were, and we. We had logistical problems with people living all over the city, and <laughs> so we finally, you know, came back to New Mexico, and we we kept at it for quite a while, but and eventually I ended up in Seattle. Yeah, how did th- um, how did that happen? How did you get to Seattle after all that? Well, it was um, my older son was living out here in Seattle, so I 
I was ready to leave small town life, so I decided it might be a good move to follow him out here. So I came out here and I was not really doing all that much music at the time. I was doing um, software stuff and web design and that sort of, mm -hmm. you know. Well, Seattle's a good place to do that. Cubicle-based work. So, yeah, I did that for, I don't know, a while. And then there was our, our big dot-com crash back a while back. And, right. Uh, after that, I ended up um, going back to my one of my previous, uh, oh, I was a mechanic a long time ago, so I went back to being a mechanic, mm -hmm. which I'm still doing to this day, um, which is how I support my music habit. Nice. Um, so yeah, so that... And so you've been in Seattle for what, uh, 10, 12 years? Since 98, so... Since yeah, okay. That's almost, yeah. almost the same as me. I, I came out in 99, so... Yeah, I keep thinking I've been here 10 years, but actually, yeah, it's been... Yeah, yeah, a, fair a bit, bit, bit longer. longer yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. So uh, you you found songwriters in Seattle uh, or pretty early on. I remember you uh, starting up with us probably three years ago or so. Right, yeah. Yeah, it was about... Yeah, I guess, well, it coincided with my, um, I had a relationship transition, and uh -huh. I uh, ended up living down in Belltown, down in Seattle in Belltown, where I'm still living, um, and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to start exploring my, um, you know, my music thing, which I <laughs> kind of uh, put on the shelf there for yeah, yeah. quite a while, and searching around and I found songwriters in Seattle and that looked cool so I went and checked it out. We were still at the Alibi Room, right? You found us at the Alibi Room, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I think well, I think the first function I attended was probably it was a thing at 88 Keys. Oh, okay. And in fact, I was I couldn't actually play at that time because I had I I'd been in this bike wreck and I had a broken finger. <laughs> and, um that was still kind of getting put back together but you know i started going to the meetings yeah we we're down at down at the alibi room down in the basement and there was i don't know there'd be 10 people maybe yeah maybe maybe you know and small yeah, group at that point yeah we'd go around and play our songs and i was um just sweating bullets nervous i'd you know i'd been a long time since i'd done that and i'd never really done solo performance i've uh -huh. always done it with a band which you know you've got a lot of you know there's a little more cushion yeah yeah so big um, shift and and just getting back to it yeah i started you know so that was where i first started doing the solo thing again and then i started doing open mics doing you know just all over seattle connor burn and oh little coffee shops and you know, just getting more yeah. comfortable. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe this is a good time to, to listen to a song, which we're going to start with a, a song where you're playing solo. So so a nice segue into that. And then we'll come back uh, after that to uh, talking about, uh, you know, getting your band together, talk about uh, Bitsy Ross, so sure. a, a few teases here. Um, we'll play the song. The song's called Bear Trees. Anything you want to um, say about Bear Trees before we play it? Okay, this is a... Oh, it's kind of an abstract love song, I guess. Um, it's got 
yeah, kind of a fall imagery thing going on, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um great for summertime. That's right. That's uh, right. And uh yeah, this is all just just me. I recorded it myself. So All right. Cool. Well, let's give it a listen and then uh then we'll talk about that and uh getting getting the band together uh, all right uh, when we come back all right so here's uh mark nettleton goes by bitsy ross and uh we're gonna play bear trees
All right, we are back. That was Bear Trees. My guest is Mark Nettleton, who goes by Bitsy Ross, and uh, we're going to talk about that here in just a second um, to hear uh, more of Mark's music. You go to BitsyRoss.com. That's B-I-T-S-Y-R-A-S.com. And uh, he's also Reverb Nation slash Bitsy Ross and SoundCloud and uh, Facebook, the whole, the whole bit. So um, that song was obviously more of a band sound. That's not, uh, while it was solo, that's not sort of the open mic sound that you were doing. Right, right. So let's talk about the, the band and the, the band sound that you've got and how you know, you've gone by Bitsy Ross and that has turned into a, a real band from this sort of solo band recordings that you've done. Well, let me go back to uh, the origin of Bitsy Ross. Okay, I'll start there. Um, that came about, I was back in Taos, New Mexico. I was working at a, at a, a uh, non-profit internet service provider. And we were, um, you know, bringing the internet to the uh, underserved rural population of northern New Mexico. And, um. So sounds very generous of you. Well, I was getting paid. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so so I was doing web design, and I was you know needed. I, I wanted to come up with you know everybody had their weird little you know login names. You know nobody was using their real name or anything. So I somehow came up with the idea that I would, you know, so I was inspired by Betsy Ross, our, the uh, prototypical, you know, American designer. She designed our first flag. And okay. So I... Uh, <laughs> I, I see the, the, the connection starting to form here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just a bad pun on Betsy Ross. And it was Bet- sort of... Betsy com- Ross. And sort of yeah, computery, right? So Yeah, yeah. So a little bit that. of geeky computery thing going on there. Yeah, it had that going on. So, you know, that name just kind of stuck to me for all this time. And um, I eventually, eventually I realized, well, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of unique. And, you know, it's a lot easier to find on the internet than Mark. <laughs> right. Um... And, you know, so I got the domain name, you know, and registered all that. I, I can't imagine there'd be too many other rockers who would sort of find the connection through Betsy Ross. That, 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 doesn't, that doesn't come up too much in rock circles that I know of. So I think you do have a unique, uh, you, right, you found a right. unique connection there. Well, yeah. And we've sort of, lately I've sort of appropriated her 13th stars in our circle thing too oh there you go right um, <laughs> um i don't know if you know she's got a standing copyright on that or <laughs> i think expirations on uh on that kind of thing have have passed but uh okay so we so we so we're now at bits bitsy ross b-i-t-s-y-r-a-s we'll make sure people uh, get that spelling right right and so you've been going by that for a while and doing the recordings Right, yeah, I was doing all that solo, you know, going out and doing open mics and calling myself Bitsy Ross, and and uh, after a while, actually, in large, well, let's see. So I finally decided, okay, I'm I'm tired of doing this in my apartment. You know, I need to 
get out. I need to get more serious about this. So I I got myself some studio space at this at the old it's the old immigration and naturalization building down in in uh, the international district down in Chinatown. And it's this huge building. It's like seventy thousand square feet, and it's been re renovated and turned into artist studios and yeah nice and i took a tour of it a while back and i was like wow i I really like this place you know it's got this cool vibe and there's cool people and (laughs) i just i just want to be part of this building and so i you know pestered the guy who was running the place and finally got myself a space and kind of bounced around the building a bit because of all the renovations going on but now i finally ended up with this cool space on the third floor and the uh um sam the guy who kind of runs the place had this he's you know a bit of a matchmaker and he uh this person kiara was up there and she was she'd had a change in her studio thing and her studio mates had left and he knew i was looking for some more space so he put us together and it turned out oh she plays drums so (laughs) um and um so you know now i have a a drummer i mean and and i had been playing with a guy called langford who i found at a songwriter in seattle meeting yep um and we hit it off and you know we had you know played a little bit together and then we got together with kiara and bought a Boom, you know, yeah, you got uh, a band. So now Bitsy Ross is a band, and I can just go back to being Mark. And <laughs> right. um, <laughs> very cool. So that's how that. Well, let's came about. let's hear the band now. So this is this is Bitsy Ross, the the full band. Yeah, this this is a um, this is a song we recorded up at Shoreline Community College as. Oh, well, I just wanted some free recording, but my um. My kid was in the uh, recording arts program up there, and this was a project he needed to do. He needed to, um, you know, his main focus is more electronic Mm hip-hop kind of stuff, but he needed some, you know, he needed to get a grade on doing some live music recording, so I, you know, I got him to do us. You donated. (laughs) Right, yeah. We donated our talents. That's right, to the project. so yeah, we went up there and did this, and it came out pretty good. It's you know we had about six hours to do it. And, oh wow! Okay. Um, so not a whole ton of time. To... No, it was pretty. Uh, well, I wouldn't say rushed, but and we had to we had to get it get it done. Okay. So, so the, and the song is called. This song is called "Past Rain." Um, it's actually a song I've been kicking around for quite some time. I actually used to play in my old band, the Bohemes, way back in the day. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is the uh, updated version. So we're, yeah, it's three piece. It's me on guitar, Kiara on drums, Langford's playing bass, and doing a bit of back, backup vocals. All right, very cool. So now we have uh, Bitsy Ross, the band, playing the song Past Rain. Ever. 
Yeah, that's Bitsy Ross playing the song Past Rain. And uh, once again, that's B-I-T-S-Y-R-A-S dot com for uh, all the information about uh, Mark's band and uh, all the cool stuff that they've got going on. Um, Mark, you've got a really unique voice. I've always been impressed by uh, the sound of your voice and how, how it really fits the, the songs that, uh, that you write and that you play. And uh, hoping we can get into a little bit of sort of what your process is or how you... You know how you found that unique voice and the stylings. Um, what's your What's your songwriting process? Let, let's start there. Well, let's see. The songwriting process uh, typically begins with, you know, a chord progression. So you start so, on the guitar, doing a riff or something. Yeah, yeah, a chord progression that sounds like you know maybe I could do something with it, and then I'll um. Oh, if I'm recording, I'll, I'll you know lay down the lay down kind of a basic track with just like the the chord progression and maybe a change or two, and, mm-hmm. and then just hopefully all by myself because I can't do this in the company of any other human beings. <laughs> but I'll gotta um, have total focus, right? Well, and you know. I, if I'm self-conscious, I can't do it. Um, but I'll, um, you know, sing. I'll just sing to the music and record it. Um, and then go back over it later and kind of pick out words and try to uh, assemble some meaning out of what I get there. And so do you use it like sort of a scratch pad then? You you record right. bits and pieces? Uh, right, and just kind of build it up and, you know, try to keep it so it makes some sort of narrative sense, though I don't know if I always succeed there. So where um, does that lead you? Do, you? do you usually end up with a recording of a full song, or do you then take the bits and pieces that you've sort of scratched out and, and uh, you know, thrown some words to and then go back and say, okay, so here I've got a full song, you know, now I can play it all the way through or so how does it become a finished finished item that you can actually play through and sing and really make it happen? Well, sometimes I'll do the thing in Pro Tools where it's like, you know, it's kind of like playing with Legos, you know, you're just like, <laughs> you're just like moving chunks of things around and trying out new variations and um well let's try this bridge over here and we'll you know maybe that bridge doesn't work at all so we'll just throw it out and um you know then i'll play you know play lead over it or you know throw some background vocals or just play around with it and it's it just kind of i just build it up yeah so very Um, organic process it sounds like yeah, and it's it's pretty rare that I have, you know, have an actual page of lyrics that, you know, I'll, I'll turn into a song. Okay. Like, so usually, you know, I might have a line or two, and I'll expand from there. You know, trying to make it make sense. Okay. Musical sense, um, lyrical sense, some kind of sense. You know? But you use recording as your 
main writing tool? Would you say you're? Yeah, I, I do a fair amount recording and editing and moving stuff around. Yeah, and I, you know, I do a fair amount just on acoustic guitar and you know a bit of piano too. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's well. You know, I'll get some basic ideas doing that, and then putting them together in the recording. Very stuff. cool. Very cool. And uh, you know, after after talking about building up, you know, songs by recording, um, I would love to hear you play one live. Would you do a, a live song for us? Sure. Yeah. Fantastic. You you brought your guitar, and we'll, we'll get you set up yes, here. And and what uh, what song would you like to do? I. I'll do this one that's called Into the White. Into the White. All right, fantastic. So we'll get Mark set up, and uh, the next thing you hear is going to be uh, live in the studio. I, I, I love the, uh, the solo acoustic versions of songs just to get a, a unique uh, sound for the podcast. So Into the White. It's going to be Mark Nettleton's solo. And, uh, and again, his band, Bitsy Ross. He sometimes goes by Bitsy Ross uh, solo as well, so... All, all the names of Mark Nettleton. <laughs> Here he is with right. Into the White. I'm not really entirely right, but all the waiting is over.
Very cool, Mark. Thank you so much for uh, playing your your song today and uh, for being here. Sure, that was uh, a lot of fun and uh, really great talking to you and get to getting to know you uh, even further. I know we've uh, we've been doing the summers in Seattle thing here for a long time, oh, but yeah. uh, I don't think I've never re- I've ever really heard the the full story of uh, of your background. So that's great. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thanks, Chris. It's great to be here. You're very welcome. So uh, one more time, Bitsy Ross is uh, Mark's band, and you can find that uh, on BitsyRoss.com, B-I-T-S-Y-R-A-S.com, Reverb Nation, Facebook, Twitter, you're, you're, uh, you're oh, everywhere, yeah. right, we're, SoundCloud? We're all so over So wherever the your, place. your favorite place is to hear new music, uh, Bitsy Ross is, is, is there. So please check him and his band out. Um, again, uh, Langford is part of Songwriters in Seattle. He's been right, helping out, right. and uh, and yeah, it's very, very, very good to have you guys as uh, as part of the group. So um, check them out, folks. And uh, I think that'll wrap us up for now. So I'm Chris Klemecki. You can find me at chrisklemecki.com. Of course, songwritersinseattle.com is where you can always go for uh, connecting up with that group. Um, we are over 700 strong and uh, growing constantly. There's lots of lots of great stuff going on. So uh, hope to see you at an event soon. And until next month, uh, for Mark, I'm Chris Klemecki saying stay original. <laughs>